Orgasmic Enlightenment, where the sexual and spiritual come together. I'm Kimanami, and I'm a holistic sex and relationship coach and a vaginal weightlifter. In this show, we explore all things intimate. I believe that our sexual energy is life force, creative energy, and we can use it to shape our worlds, strengthen our relationships, and self-actualize. I blend the most avant-garde information from neuroscience, ancient sexual practices like Tantra and Taoism, to renegade wellness modalities to show you how to create gourmet sex in your lives. Come one, come all. Surrender, my secret to cash flow. Want to get rich? Have more sex and cervical orgasms. And what is the pathway to gourmet sex and cervical orgasms? It is, of course, surrender. So what is surrender? Just stop fighting, stop resisting, let down your guard. In the battle sense, it goes further to perhaps mean conceding or giving up as though you've lost something. In the sexual and spiritual sense, it's only about losing the parts of you that are worth losing. I talk a lot about the rebirthing potential of sex and how it self-actualizes us. <laughs> Hello, roosters. In the best, deepest sexual encounters, which is what I teach people to have and is the essence of my life's work, we are transformed into the highest and best versions of ourselves. On the way to doing that, the parts of us that no longer serve us fall away. Our false parts, the superimposed conditioning, our built-up defenses and walls, we let them go. We yield them. To surrender spiritually and sexually, we have to open and let go. We relinquish our minds, our defenses, our ideas of how things ought to be, and open to the possibility that there is a divine intelligence, a divine love, a flow, a benevolence that will greet us on the other side of leaping into the abyss, trusting that if we fall, if we jump, we will be caught and carried and flown. Surrender is all about practicing trust, trust that you will be taken care of, versus agitation, worry, anxiety, being on your guard. Bruce Lipton talks about how a cell can only be in either growth or protection. It can't be in both simultaneously. When it's protecting itself, it stops growing. This is one of my favorite metaphors ever, right out of the Petri dish. When you are protecting yourself, when you are stressed and worried and on guard, you aren't in surrender, you aren't in growth. Opening up to the flow of the universe is the essence of a well-fucked woman. She's opening her heart, her legs, her energy to being penetrated deeply by the universe and by life and some gorgeous cosmic cock. She is orgasming and ejaculating all over the place, shooting out great gushes of fluid and ecstasy everywhere that's paving her way through the world. All of her juiciness lubricates the path, making everything smoother and softer and flowier. And that translates into doors opening everywhere and big dollar signs coming your way. 
Let me give you some real world examples. An underfucked woman is working at a nine to five job to pay the bills. She doesn't love it. She maybe doesn't even like it or even hates it. Her whole life feels like a constant struggle, like she's caught in a loop and can't get out. And she can't see how she might ever. But then she goes and fucks herself many times over and over again. She learns about vaginal orgasms and she has them many times over and over again. And she realizes that in order to have these, as Kimonami calls them, life-changing vaginal orgasms, she has to surrender. This is the price of admission. She has to let go of everything she thinks she knows and everything she thinks she is in one crucial moment as she's making love to herself or her partner, and she has to throw everything into the fire. And she comes she comes too. She becomes conscious of all that she is and could ever be. She is reborn as herself. And as she is reborn, everything she does and says and touches begins to change. Now that she is aligned with herself, with this life force power, its effects spill out into every aspect of her world. She makes decisions that are more reflective of the truth of who she is. Instead of living a half-life, as Rumi says, half-heartedness never takes you into majesty. You have to follow one whole heart home. She speaks her mind and her heart and her vagina, and she makes bold choices to honor them all. She begins to receive offers, opportunities, and magical gifts from the universe because she is ejaculating her own gifts all over the galaxy. She quits the nine to five job effortlessly because the rest of her life is beginning to fill up with experiences that are more of a reflection of who she is, at her core. And whenever she feels low, she remembers the source. Ah, of course, my vagina. And she goes back for more. She is brimming and spilling over with ecstasy, so much so that she can barely contain it. And why would she? All of that juicy, luscious energy radiates out of her. The universe says, come, come deeper. And she does. Bolder, deeper, wilder, wiser. She flows out and the universe flows in. She flows out with her self-expression, her dharma, the gifts she's meant to give to the world. And the universe responds in kind with people, experiences, and loads of cash. Want to make more cash? Learn to surrender. Learn how to open up, co-create with the divine, which is your birthright as a woman and as a human, but as the creator and vehicle for life into this world, it is especially your birthright as a woman. Money is energy, and when you truly show up in your life and start channeling all of your gifts, the universe sends it back your way in the form of all types of abundance. The deeper you surrender and let go, the more you connect with your highest and most authentic self and the divine flow of the universe, and then you channel that out into the world. 
and the flow keeps coming back to you. My own financial life took off when I became well fucked, when I learned how to channel my sexual energy and boldly express my truth in the world, when I began to trust that opening myself and deeply surrendering would allow me to tap into the true power of feminine energy. Miracles started to happen. All of that fueled from my vagina. In today's episode, we are speaking with Leah O, very appropriately named as we will soon hear. Last year, she took the Well-Fucked Woman Salon and at the beginning of the salon, she made the audacious claim that she was the most underfucked woman in Britain. <laughs> and then she took Vaginal Kung Fu a few months later. Today, she is a radiantly gorgeous stunning, creative, genius woman with a long list of dreams to share that she has since manifested from her vagina and learning to surrender to pleasure. In the past year, she is making more money than she's ever made in her life. She's lost 30 pounds without doing anything different with her diet and her exercise. She's attracted her dream man and moved countries to be together. And she has quantum leaped her music career, having one of her songs played on Britain's top radio station and landed her dream gigs. She is going to share how surrendering and being well-fucked has made it all happen. Well-fucked All-Stars! Hi, Leah O. Hello, Kim. So does the O stand for orgasm? (laughs) Well, I think that's took on a new meaning since I became (laughs) well-fucked. And doing your your courses, yeah, it's took on a whole new meaning. <laughs> so, tell me more about the evolution of your well fuckedness. Where oh. were you, and where are you now? Oh, sometimes I can't even put it into words, and because I'm just living living my dharma, living the way I'm meant to be, living authentically, sometimes I forget what my life used to be like. Um, but boy, it was different. Um, should I start back from last year? Sure, yeah. Um, it was early early last year, so that's 2022. Um, uh, a lady I follow on Instagram shared one of your podcasts. So the beauty of social media gets us to know each other through, through the internet. And uh, I started listening to your podcasts and I got hooked straight away. But at the same time, I was very triggered. Um, I found it quite uncomfortable to listen to and I realized that was because of a lot of conditioning I had trauma and I found it very difficult to talk about sex and I couldn't even say the word sex Um, I would like say it under my breath or say it Um, so that's where I was about 18 months ago and then I just couldn't stop listening to your podcasts <laughs> and listening to the other wealth of women and the all-stars. I was thinking, I want that. I really want that. And I've always had a lot of ambition and drive in my life. And being a singer, I never give up on my dreams, but I've always never really getting very far with it and come across stumbling blocks. And when I was listening to the ladies talking about like how they've magically got their dreams come and fall on their lap. I was thinking, I want that. And I feel like this is going to be for me. I've done courses and things in the past and 
nothing really has come of anything. And it was just like, I feel like I was magnetised towards you and I was drawn and I felt like I needed to do it in the summer. So um, come June 2022, I embarked on, oh, I think I'm going to cry already. <laughs> I embarked on the most transformational journey of my life. Uh, so I've gone from being overweight, really unhappy, very angry and snappy um, and thinking that I needed to hustle and grind to achieve anything in my life, not knowing that there's a whole different world of things, that, um, how, how us women are to manifest and you've opened my eyes to that. So Wealth Up Woman has changed my life and I'm definitely not the same person as I was last year. Did you say something to the effect that you were the most underfucked woman in Britain last year? Yes, I remember saying that at the beginning of the course and I recorded a video of myself. And wow, looking back on that now, that's how I know I'm not the same person anymore. And I was definitely the most underfucked woman in Britain. Um, I, I remember doing the little questionnaire that you can fill in before you'd sign up for Wealthful Woman. And I how didn't underfucked that. are you? How yes. underfucked are you? Right. Even I never heard these terms before. Never even understood the meaning of it. But when I did it, I was like, "Well, that's that's me." I think I like scored the the highest mark <laughs> on that <laughs> on that survey. Um, in in all aspects, as in like body issues, weight, mindset, um, like career issues, not really doing what I'm meant to be here for what I was put on this planet to do, not following my soul's purpose. For all I wanted to, and I have been doing music, there's not um, not much success had come of it. And I was just getting by on a, a day job that I didn't particularly like. So in every sense of the word of being underfucked, yeah, that was me. <laughs> all right, so what happened? You took the well-fucked woman only a year ago. And what sorts of tools were really essential for you and insights happened to bring you to where you are now? And then after that, you can tell us exactly where you are now. So from listening to your podcasts, I thought, um, oh, I'm going to go in there into this course and learn about how to achieve all the orgasms, um, which I did, by the way, and I have had. And I'll tell you more about that soon. Um but the tools that I learned that I feel has been the most pivotal for me was learning the art of surrender and masculine and feminine energies and how to deepen more into your feminine energy um, and how using sexual practices can help us soften and surrender and let go to life um, and, just, and just everything really. So that was the biggest piece for me. Um, and I remember that week where you were teaching us that, I think I was still very in my head, very in my masculine energy and trying to figure out this concept with my head. And then the more I was doing the body work, the, the sexual practices that we do with our body, it just, the penny dropped one day because that's what surrender is. It's not a, a mind concept that, well, that's how I like to explain it in my best way possible that it's just a knowing and inner knowing. And I think it's an inner knowing that we've always had, but the conditioning from society's probably knocked it out of us. Um, 
yeah, and it just hit one day and I was like, this is it. I can't even remember what happened. I think I wrote a song that week as well about wanting to surrender and envisioning a future partner because the partner I had at the time wasn't interested in any of this and I knew we wanted very different things so we parted ways since then. Um, but I've then manifested what I wrote in that song. I've become that surrendered woman. <laughs> I love it. That's another so, thing. The creativity that flows through this work is unbelievable. Like you teach, masturbate, meditate, create, and boy, does that work. The creativity just flows, flows out of me. And then it's as if I seem to like manifest my dream life through what I create as well. <laughs> So tell us more about that. So what were some of the dreams that you had that you have now created? Oh, so many. Oh, I, I mean, how long have you got? <laughs> <laughs> so the creativity is in like how well I write songs now. I, I, I write every day. Um, and sometimes before this course, I would like get a lot of writer's block and and I would also compare myself to other people a lot, let's say, like compare my work to others and thinking, oh, that's not good, good enough. That's probably why I haven't been successful, but I know that's not what it is. I just had to tap deeper into my creativity, which was all inside my body, all inside my vagina. So, and other dreams that have come from that are, I manifested my dream gig, which I performed at last night. I'm living here in Turkey. Um, there is an energetic practice that you teach us um, moving sexual energy throughout the body. And at the amount of things I've manifested through that is just unbelievable. It's like, and then when that happened, it's just like, whoa, how, how, how is this even real? <laughs> so for people that might not think that this is possible, you've just got to give it a go because I've got my dream gig. I live, live here in Turkey. I've been invested into a business that I've wanted since before this course and then I thought, well, if I do Wellfuck Woman, and then I did VKF as well, um, I've managed to invest into a, a course that I needed a lot of money for. So I managed to manifest the money. And now I'm part of a business that I completely and wholeheartedly believe in. And you manifested your dream man. Yes, I was about to say that as well. Oh. Oh, I'll cry to all about this because I didn't even, I didn't even think this kind of thing was possible because I don't even think I've been exposed to these types of relationships. Like I've never known any friends or family have these types of relationships, but it wasn't until you started talking about it in a bit of like submissive and dom um, dominant kind of behaviour and not just in the bedroom kind of sub-dom behaviour, but in life as well like he really leads the way <laughs> oh he just come into my life so magically and effortlessly and easily and I managed to get an opportunity singing here in Turkey last year and we met each other then and that's how I know that that's why I was meant to come here um I remember telling you last year that I'd manifested a singing gig out here in Turkey um but then so much more has come off the back of that as well. So it just seems to be like manifestation after manifestation. So when I met my new lover, my dream man, 
it was it was as if it, it was my feminine energy that attracted him, it, that drew, drew him in uh, because of the work that I'd been doing on myself. If I hadn't have softened into my femininity, I would never have attracted a masculine man. Um, it's like the polarity that you talk about, like opposites attract. Um, and that's obviously why previous relationships hadn't worked out um, because my femininity was out of whack. Um, and when it, when it is, yeah, attract things that you, you don't want. Um, so, yes, <laughs> manifest is my dream, man. And it's it pinch me moments all of the time. So when you talk about getting into your feminine, what does that mean for you? How would you describe that? Well, sometimes I find that hard to explain as well, a bit like the surrender piece. But the best way I can probably describe it is letting go of control. Um, as in like practical ways I can think of to, to describe this is stop making so many lists and thinking about what to do, 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 do all the way throughout the day. Um, take time in your day to just do nothing and be with your body. And for, for me, that was doing my sexual practices, not looking at the clock, going in and just having some time to myself and just getting to know my body, getting out of my head, um, because that's what the feminine is to me. It's going down and getting into your body, whereas the masculine is more logical and practical and the, the think up here. So, yeah, it's very, it's, it's a body thing. So that's why doing the sexual practices helps you soften in your femininity. I love that. I love that. Yeah. I love that notion of being with yourself and being with your body and not being constantly driven and on the move and on the go. And that's the irony with the feminine that by tapping into that energy field, we then magnetize and draw things to us. So it's a different process and almost seems paradoxical. Like how could that work? But Mm -hmm. it does. And the more deeply you go into yourself and your body and your yoni, you see what then unfolds like all these, like an an ejaculation of flowers blossoming out into the universe. It really is. And I've got an example for you, actually. When I was here, I arrived in Turkey two weeks ago um, and I'd had a little bit of um, struggle and a bit of trouble finding accommodation to, to start out when I was in England there's quite a few scammers online at the moment and I managed to suss them out in, uh, before I got here but then there was this one apartment that I had booked um, and my old bosses who I worked for last year when I sang at a bar I was talking to them and they said oh I don't really think you should stay there it seems a bit dodgy to me so old me would have tried to resist and take control and I would have wanted to make the decision myself thinking no I don't really trust anybody else to advise me or lead the way however this time round I thought okay I'll step back I'll let you take the control and although it seemed a little bit of like a, a stressful time trying to find a new place to live I was thinking no I'll just step back, relax, because I know everything's going to be fine. And to me, that is an example of softening my femininity and letting go of control, knowing that everything's taken care of. Because it was, and then everything worked out fine. <laughs> it worked out more than fine, actually. I'm sitting in a beautiful house in the village looking at the mountains. 
I love it. I love it. So you also had like another example of that. I would think you shared about losing like 30, 30 pounds or two stone in English language, British language. Um, and that that was a rather effortless thing for you. Like you didn't necessarily change anything about your diet, your exercise, but you felt like it was the combustion of all of these practices that then burnt this stuff right out of you. Yeah, it's as if it like melted away. Um, and I've been lean and fit in the past. However, over the past few years before I joined the course, I feel like a lot of baggage, emotional baggage it had built up. So I'd been into CrossFit. I've always been into healthy eating, clean drinking water, etc. And last year on the lead up to me doing the course, I felt like I was trying a lot doing all the physical things like eating healthy, running and going to CrossFit in the gym again. But the weight just didn't seem to be moving. I knew it was an emotional, energetic thing. And as soon as, as, soon as I started to move that sexual energy, the, the weight has come off. Um, and I love my body now. I just, I just love the way I look and I feel so confident. And like I said, I don't feel like I've changed my eating that much. Um, I still love eating chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> and to be honest, I've, since coming here at Shirley, I've been going to the gym less because I've been busy doing my dream gigs. <laughs> but yeah, I, for people, for women that are struggling to lose weight, you should definitely look into sexual energy and any emotional baggage that's held around that because then you'll see any work that you are doing, like going to the gym, will have um, like a times 10 effect. Definitely. And I love that you recognized that there was emotional baggage and weight and unresolved stuff that you were, there was a heaviness that the weight of that, that we carry that is so essential. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, I'm just essential to recognize to me that that's what weight is primarily like yes there is a factor of eating and exercise and lifestyle absolutely but ultimately it's the weight and the baggage that we carry around with us that we can choose to address and look at or not and that sexual pleasure the alchemy of that is one of the most powerful ways to move through it and shift it and let it lighten and evaporate off of us yeah yeah absolutely and I'm so glad I now know that um, because I have conversations about this to my friends and my family now. And I feel like when one woman does the Wellfoot Woman course, lots of people learn. And Freya Kellett said this on her pod podcast last year. And she's so right because I'm feeling the effects of that. It's like my surrounding community is now feeling the positive effects of this work. When one woman gets well fucked, there's a ripple effect out onto all the other women in her sphere. Absolutely. And isn't that what it's all about? Like, that's why, that's why you do what you do. That's why we all do what we do. So it can have the ripple effect and it's just amazing. It feels so good. 
So how about the, okay, so you talked about having a stagnation in your career in singing, you were working a more pay the bills kind of job to support yourself as well. And then your singing career, your music career is just taken off. So explain what's happened there and the ease with which it's happened, right? Where you've manifested these things in that same sense of surrendering and opening and letting go. And that's brought these things to you and your orgasms being part of that attraction process. So um, I've been a singer-songwriter since 2017 and I've done music all my life. Um, I've done live gigs since 2014. However, they weren't always the types of gigs that I wanted to do. Um, For a while, I was in a band that I really loved. However, that started to become something that I didn't want anymore. And I just wanted more for my career, as in I wanted to perform my own original songs. Now, I felt like I was trying for a long time. Nothing seemed to be getting anywhere. And I think that's probably because I was becoming coming from a masculine place um so trying and pushing and looking for the opportunities myself and then since doing well for women last year that's when I got asked to come to Turkey I didn't even go seeking for that that literally came to me and then from there it's been a knock-on effect and the ball has just kept rolling um so I've met producers out here in Turkey we've been making music together um and then that's when I landed my dream gig last night and I performed with um, the DJ that I met last year. I've been played on the biggest radio station in the UK, Radio One. <laughs> and that, that happened like a, a few weeks into Well Football, and I was just like, how? I, rem- I remember that. Yeah. And it's like, it's like all of the stories that I'd heard previous on the podcast where the ladies say it was as if this dream just came and landed on my lap. And it, it literally is that. It's because. I dedicated myself to this work. I thought I'm going all in. And because if I don't, I'll never know if it doesn't work. And it does, it fucking works. <laughs> you're getting orgasms, but then you get like, I'm gonna call them life-gasms, like other things that happen in your life that are just, just take your breath away. <laughs> life-gasms, that's a new one. <laughs> I love that, that's so well said. And it's true. I've had an orgasm the other day. I was at this gallery and talking to the artist and it was this work that I've been passionate about for years. And I actually had an orgasm, you know, sitting there talking about all this work and looking at it. So it happens in many ways. Oh, it is. It's just so beautiful. And I get tears brought my eyes daily. (laughs) No, no longer sad uh, tears, happy tears now. (laughs) So how about your orgasmic as evolution as in your literal orgasms, <laughs> your vaginal orgasms? What was that What was that like and how is it now? So like what I was saying about how the opportunities have had a knock-on effect and the ball kept rolling, that's how like my orgasms went as well. I've gone from having little to no clitoral orgasms and I didn't even know any others existed. I thought... what's a g-spot orgasm what's a cervical orgasm to now having them on the regular so I was nearly late for this uh, meeting today I'm sorry Kim (laughs) but just as well 
I was given a G-spot orgasm because I felt I was feeling a little bit more masculine today. I thought I was getting a bit naggy and I thought I started mothering him. Um, so he knew exactly what to do. Came home, give us a G-spot orgasm. And it was he knew he could see my energy had changed. So from having G-spot orgasms, cervical orgasms, yeah, like what you said about the analogy before, when the flowers just bloom and explode into the universe. Yeah. <laughs> It's amazing. <laughs> Is there anything else that you want to share? Oh, I think this is just the start for me, Kim. So I think you're going to be hearing a lot more from me. Um, but you've opened my mind to so much. Oh. I get very emotional because this this would have been a no-go from for me. Never mind talking to my family, I would never have been able to talk about this kind of thing in public. And I think you've really helped me tap into being authentic me. I can really be the real version of Leah now. Um, and I just what I, I want to share it with everybody because I know this is possible for everyone, um, men and women. And I'm just living I'm living my dream and having the time of my life right now and long may it continue <laughs> and it always will because this um, type of work is ingrained into my life now and I just love it. <laughs> so beautiful. <laughs> there were a couple of things that you'd mentioned about like things that helped you to manifest more and go deeper. One, you said you deep-throated your partner and then you got a gig invite and then talking about self-pleasuring and hitting high notes. I'd love to hear those stories. Oh yeah. So I was going to add in a little bit about G-spot orgasms. Um, I was struggling to reach any sort of pleasure in the beginning, but since just continuing with the practices and making sure I'm dedicated but gentle on myself at the same time. I can now reach a G-spot orgasm within about 10 minutes. And it's just like as if I can switch myself on. Well, I'm never switched off, but I can just get there so easily. And that's due to surrender. Um, but I used to have to want to like rev myself up to engage in any sort of sexual practice. But my man was a bit down the other day and I thought, mm, I think you need some therapy. So I said, come on, come home, come home on your break. I've got, some, I've got a surprise for you. And he's like, well, what's the, what's the surprise? <laughs> he says, oh, you're going to love it. <laughs> so, and I don't think he was quite used to just having time purely to get dedicated to him. I says, no, this is just for you now, darling. <laughs> so I lay him down and give him like one of the best deep throating sessions we've ever had. And he was so happy and I thought it would have been just purely to cheer him up, make sure he would then go on and have, have a great day. Um, but then I later got a call saying that I would I like to go and perform at Icon, <laughs> which is my dream gig. So it just goes to show that these sexual practices that we do are so linked to our like outer life and our outer world and I found that concept hard to grasp in the beginning, but now it's just so undeniable. Like it's so obviously linked. 
And it's a gig where I was going to use my voice. So I'd opened my show, throat chakra for my dream gig. That's epic. I love that story. And what about the self-pleasuring and hitting the high notes? Yeah. <laughs> I'd come back to England after a little while in Turkey in the winter and I hadn't sang any gigs for a while. So I felt a little bit out of practice. Um, I would have normally had to have done like a quite an extensive warm up to feel warm, you know, like when you do a warm up before you go to the gym. Um, but I didn't have time because then I got this gig quite last minute. Um, I had like a couple of hours to get myself sorted and get the music prepared. Um, but I'd had a G-spot orgasm earlier in that day. And then I thought, mm, I hope this gig goes well. I hope I sound good. I'd ended up hitting the high notes, like eff more effortless than when I've done warm-ups before and been like in practice doing gigs every week. And that's because your vagina and your throat are connected in the like, I was just like, that has got to be from what I did this morning. <laughs> so that is what, what they say, your vagina and your throat chakra and your vagina and your heart are connected. And so not only have my throat chakra and my head, my mind being blown, but my heart's so open that I just feel like I've got so much love to give that love is pouring back into my life. And it's just like, a love cycle, not a vicious cycle, a love cycle. <laughs> That's so beautiful, Leah. And a testament to all the work that you've done, right? That you're really going to the source. And sometimes I think the, the great, you know, censorship shroud that surrounds sexuality and people's genitals and they don't, it's been so successful and that people have associated them with shame and taboo and a forbidden zone. And the truth is that these are energy centers. These are power centers. This is where we go to recharge and plug in. And by doing that, we connect to all of these creative and manifesting and joy experiences in life. And that's where we get them from is our genitals, our sexual energy. Yeah, you're right. Um, their plan is very good and it's very um successful because I was that I, I was very shamed ashamed sorry um like what I said I could barely have the conversation so coming from someone like that where we could we only really talk about it in my family if it's a joke um and I've just found it very very hard to open myself up to talk about things like that to now doing this I just think if I can do it anyone can and did you share about your financial success no but I've got more money than I ever have in my life like and not just having money it's how my relationship with money and how I feel about it because um, if I've ever had any substantial amount of money in the past, I would feel ashamed about that. And I think I've just had an epiphany just now and I've made the connection with the sh shame around sex, with the shame with money. And yeah, wow, I've just realised there that that's why I had so much shame around money as well. And now that my sexual energy is released of shame, I now feel like that about money. So... Now that I don't hold shame around money, it's flowing in abundantly. And 
I love it and it loves me. <laughs> so it's just that I've now got that beautiful relationship going as well as the beautiful relationship with myself and sex. I love that. The relationship with money and abundance and energy, which it's all flow, right? And it's mm -hmm. all our openness and surrender and then giving our gifts in the world, right? Connecting to our dharma and expressing those gifts and the universe showers them right back at us. Yeah. Is there anything else that you want to mention that we haven't covered? Hmm. Anyone can. I know some people think, oh, I'd never get there because of X, Y, and Z, any sort of trauma or age. But I would have just been so scared to talk about this last year. And this has given me the confidence to talk about things like this. It's given me the confidence to talk about lots of different things online and in person to other people. So I would just encourage people to even just listen to your podcasts because that changed my life. And then obviously doing the courses changed my life even more. But open yourself up to this kind of work because the real you inside of there wants to break free and live, live her life. And what would you say specifically to women about letting go? Women who might be stuck and are afraid and they fear surrender and letting go of control, what would you say? The way of thinking when we're scared of letting go of control is conditioning. We've been taught to act and be and think that way um, because we're scared. We're, we're told to fear life. We're told to fear men. Um, and that if we are in control, then we get to decide what, what happens. However, there's a higher power and a higher source at play that if you open yourself up to that, that your dreams will come true. Um, it does seem scary, um, but there's really nothing to be scared of. Allow yourself to open your arms and spread your wings and just take that spread trust. Spread your legs. <laughs> yes <laughs> spread your legs to allow your wings to fly <laughs> because when you just do that and allow a trust fall you are bound to fly when you do this work i love it work, so beautiful what surrender is because sometimes it's a hard concept to get your head around but doing the sexual work um naturally allows you to surrender yeah awesome so inspired to hear all of your evolution and all the beautiful things that you're creating leah leah O, leah orgasm <laughs> i'll have to put that in my new instagram bio <laughs> thank you so much for sharing with us you're so welcome thank you for having me thank you for everything The Well-Fucked Woman Salon is open, and today is the last day for registration. After tonight at midnight, it's gone again until this time next year. 
in my legendary guide to all things female and a celebration of all things woman with the theme of surrender woman all the way through it we cover my full orgasmopedia on how to have all the different orgasms especially cervical g-spot and squirting plus everything you need to know to become a well-fucked woman from self-pleasuring 101 to breast massage to lift tone and enlarge your breasts to the very best manual and oral pleasuring techniques for your man plus the three best sex acts that you can use to increase your cash flow and abundance and yes i'm totally serious about this Leah gives a little hint about it in the salon in her interview. So we go deep into how to embrace being in a female body and how to surrender on a deep level using your feminine energy to manifest everything you want in your life so that it feels effortless and like it's falling into your lap because your lap is exactly what attracted it. To sign up, go to kimanami.com, look for Sexual Savant Salons, and click on How to Be a Well-Fucked Woman. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, subscribe and also leave a review. And send someone else the gift of a healthy libido and an off-the-charts love life by sharing this episode with them. We'll be back next week, and in the meantime, many happy orgasms.